Hey guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I'm going to start, I'm going to start talking now, and I'm just going to let you know that I am probably the most awkward person in this world. I don't know, maybe some of you think you are the most awkward person. Yeah, yeah, I'm a pretty, I'm, an, I'm a very, very, very awkward person. Just the other day, I was at the gym, as you can tell, I was at the gym the other day, and, uh, <laughs> hey, and I was um, working out on, the, on a machine that I don't know the name of, because I'm bad at remembering what the names of the things are, but it was like, you had to like do this, and it shredded your back, and it hurt a lot. So I'm, I'm sitting there on this machine, I do a set, I'm doing like high sets right now, so I did like 20 of them. And then I stand up because I'm in pain, and so I just stand up. I'm like, you know, standing here like this, <sighs> making that noise, you know, looking really attractive. And um, this girl comes up, and she's like, "Hey, um, are are you are you finished here?" And my deaf ears that were also blasting music heard, "Are you still using this?" And so I said, "Yes." And so she asked, "Are you finished?" I thought she said are you still using this? And I responded, yes. She proceeds to start wiping down the machine. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> something happened here. And then I had to have this super, super awkward conversation of, wait, no, 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 no. Actually, I didn't hear what you said and I just assumed that I heard what you said and I'm, I'm still using this. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And you know that like weird, like everything is awkward moment? That's where I was. I'm also the awkward guy that when someone comes in for like a hug or a, high, like a handshake, no idea what it's going to be, and I always pick the wrong one. Someone's coming in for a handshake, I'm like, hug, and they're like, oh, no. Or like someone's coming in, you know, it's always doing it wrong. There are just awkward, awkward, awkward moments in everybody's life. Like, you know, when you're at a friend's house and their parents are yelling at them, and you're just there, and you're like, why am I here? And your parents are yelling at you. It's, it's kind of the same when you're, when you're older and your friends are married and their spouse is yelling at them and you're like, okay, why am I here? It's time to leave. It is, it's just the worst. And I think we're all a little awkward. And there are some things that shouldn't be awkward but kind of are awkward. And I think one of those things that's kind of awkward but shouldn't be awkward is prayer. And um, it's a strange one to feel awkward because it's kind of a reflex at times, right? Like, think about this. When you're driving, I mean, if you're not driving, when you're riding in the car and it's like you're about to be in an you pray. You instantly pray, right? You go, oh, oh, Lord, please help. Like, immediately. Like, it just kind of comes out. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, God, help us. It kind of just comes out. Or like when you're in a really dark place or a tough situation, it's kind of like a reflex to, to pray. You're going to call it to God. It's really natural for us to do, but for some reason it feels awkward. And it can also feel super awkward when you're like in a group situation and you know, and they're like, okay, we're gonna ask for a volunteer to pray. And they're looking around the room and everybody just like keeps their eyes down because if you make eye contact, you know you're gonna get picked. So everyone's like, please don't pick me, please don't pick me. Because prayer can be awkward at times. Or have you ever been in a group of people that it's like, okay, let's pray? And so everyone's like, you know, silently praying or like some people are like really like Ooh, about praying. So they're praying out loud and you're just kind of like standing in a circle and you're like, okay, I'm done praying. You're like trying to make eye contact. Like, is everyone else done? Like, you don't know what to do. You know that awkward situation? Prayer, it, for some reason, can be weirdly awkward. In a lot of conversations, so I have a lot of conversations with a lot of people that are awkward, but for the most part, I don't have awkward conversations with like my best friend, like it's true for you guys too, right? Like when someone is your best friend, you, the awkward conversations kind of go away because you just are free with that person, right? You, like I'm thinking about, for me, it's Pastor Chris. We completely trust each other. Oh, you thought, but nope. Uh, hey, whoops, 
important. So, <laughs> yeah, so for me and Pastor Chris, we, um, we really, we, we trust each other, and we love each other in that, like, bro, best friend kind of way. And so the awkward conversations aren't really there. And on a much deeper and more perfect way, God has this never-ending, overwhelming, reckless love for us. See what I did there? Do you see what I did there? Do you see that? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And so in theory, because he loves us so much, it should be just as easy to have a conversation with God as it is to have a conversation with your closest friend. It should feel the same, but it doesn't. And I think what makes, it, what makes prayer a little uncomfortable is that we really aren't sure what to talk about. We can sometimes you know, pick up on things that other people say and we kind of just repeat what they say. I'm not exactly sure what we should be saying. And, we, and like, we know how to pray when we're in trouble and we know how to say what other people have to say, but when it comes to everyday life, it can be hard to know how to talk to God. Because, you know, he's God. So, like, what do you talk to God? You know, he's God. Like, what, what am I going to talk to God about? So, for the next couple of weeks, we're actually going to be talking about prayer in here. We're starting a series called Awkward Conversations. In a bunch of different ways, we're going to do some, like, prayer challenges. It's going to be really great. And hopefully, at the end of this, prayer stops being part of that really awkward part of your life. And it feels more natural. And then you can, you know, pray to God easier. So, like I said, we're going to pray about, I mean, we are going to pray, I mean, we are going to pray, but we're also going to talk about prayer for the next couple of weeks. And there are so many plans and so many, like, different ways people plan out their prayers. You can, like, Google so many of them. But for the next couple of weeks, we're going to think about it in directions. We're going to think about it, we're going to think up, down, left, forward. Tonight, we, not backwards, just forward. Tonight, we are going to start by praying up. So, Jesus, help us to learn from you tonight. Help us to learn how to talk to you better and easier and make us better Jesus followers. So we're going to start tonight by jumping in to the Old Testament book of Psalms. Um, this book was written by a really cool guy. Uh, his name was King David. And like all Davids, he was incredible. And he was a musician and he was a king. And uh, <laughs> he was a king. And he um, wrote a bunch of poems and a bunch of like songs and stuff. And they ended up in this big book of Psalms. He wrote most of them, not all of them. We'll talk about that in a second. And so Psalm actually means like sacred songs. So this book, it's right in the middle of the Bible if you're looking for it. It has just a bunch of Psalms in it. And which is like, you know, just basically worship songs or worship poems. And we're actually going to start by reading Psalm 100. Weird, uh, interesting fact, a lot of people actually believe that uh, Moses wrote this psalm, which is cool. Moses did a lot, including writing some of the psalms. Um, that has nothing to do with anything. I just needed to tell you that because it's nerdy and I loved it. So you can know, maybe, you know, Moses wrote this one. So psalms, Psalm 100 goes like this. Shout with joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever, and his faithfulness continues to each generation. I really like this psalm. Like, that's, that's it, too. That's Psalm 100, the whole thing. You can read it all, and, like, that's a chapter. You got that. You can read that in, like, you know, 30 seconds like that. Uh, sometimes the psalms are a little bit long and complicated, um, but this one is super simple and it's beautiful and right to the point. And you can actually see here that there, there are two parts to this psalm. There are a commands and then there are explanations. And it's really great because sometimes when you're reading the Bible, you're going to read a command from God or when you're praying to God and he's going to say, hey, do this thing. He doesn't always explain himself. Sometimes he'll just say, hey, do this thing. And then you kind of just have to trust and do it. But in the psalm, he gives you a command and then he tells you, he's like, hey, 
this is, this is what, this is what you're going to do. So, and he gives you an explanation right away. So the list of commands that we read in that um, psalm are shout, worship, come before him, acknowledge, enter, go, and give thanks. So all of those kind of fall under like, under, under worship. I know it says worship there, but those are all like commands of worship. And then right along these commands, we, 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 get, a, we get an explanation as to why. Why do we shout worship give, and give thanks to God? Because the Lord is God. He made us. We are his people. He cares for us. He's good, and he will always be good. So as a Jesus follower, it's, it's super important that we, we take the, the commands of the Bible very seriously. And actually, we're going we're gonna to find out that these commands are a great way to start our conversations with God. This is kind of where prayer starts. The psalmist is identifying, and it's a big part of praying up. When we talk about praying up tonight, we're going to be talking about praying up our praises. We're going to be praying up our worship. That's what we're talking about tonight. That's what praying up means. So we shout, worship, and come before him because he made us and cares for us and because he's good. And that's kind of how Jesus taught us how to pray, because Jesus teaches us how to pray in the New Testament. Um, when he was here on earth, he hung out with this like main crew of dudes. Um, there were 12 of them. We called them the disciples. Um, one of these guys, his name was Matthew, and Matt wrote a book about everything that Jesus did when he was on earth, because he saw it, and he's like, okay, I'm going to write this down. This is important. So he wrote down this, all the stuff that he saw Jesus do. He called it, but he called it Matthew. And in this book, Matt says that Jesus says, because he was there, he saw it, and he heard it. He said, um, in Matthew 6, 9, this is what Jesus says. He says, pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. That's how he started his prayer. May your name be kept holy. He started with worship. Like saying, may your name be kept holy is kind of a way of worshiping. It's worshiping God that way. So he started off his prayer with worship. He started off his prayer praising the name of God. And it's kind of almost like giving someone a compliment. Let me, let me keep explaining. Um, let me, and also, let me give you guys a little bit of an insight. If you want to start a conversation with someone, you're not exactly sure how, starting with a compliment is kind of an easy way to get everyone talking because people love talking about themselves. So if you start off with a compliment, it's much easier to get a conversation started. So when you're talking to God, you can start off with a compliment and then just keep going. Start off with a compliment. Start off with praise. I know in this room, we, uh, we've been talking a lot about worship you know, praise and worship is a little bit deeper than just a compliment. I mean, God is, you know, above everyone and above everything, and he is holy, he is righteous, he is glory. You know, we talked about all these things over the past couple of weeks. So, obviously, it's more than a compliment, but it's like a compliment. And it's not just so he can feel good. We're not going to compliment, we're not going to pray our praise up just to be like, God, I mean, it is partly because, you know, we want to honor him and he asked us to do this, but it's also because it helps us to remember those things about God. When, when, we, when we praise his name and we say those things about God and tell him who he is and what he's done, it helps us to remember, because I don't know about you, my brain forgets it real quick. So I have to keep reminding myself over and over again who God really is. And so when we start and we lift our praises up, it's really good to get specific. Think about a compliment again. So when, when someone comes up to you and says, hey, you look good, that's a good compliment. But if someone comes up to you and says, hey, you look really good, that shirt you're wearing compliments your eyes really well, and, you know, you smell good. That, that, that one feels better, right? That one feels better than just, hey, you look good. Because you know that person took time to actually notice you and you get to know you a little bit more. Or, like, say you just uh, played a soccer game and someone came up to you and said, hey, good game. Or is it better when they come up and say, hey, that was great. You know, in the last few minutes there when you shot that goal and you got it right past the goalie. That was amazing. Right? Which one of those w would feel better to you? 
the second one. <laughs> the second one would feel better because it's more specific. A compliment means so much more when it's personal and specific, and you can tell that someone put a lot of thought into it. And we kind of want to do this when we're, we're praying our praises up. We want to be a little bit more specific when we're talking to God. Not just for him, like I said, but for us, because it helps us to remember. Don't just tell him you love him. Don't be like, hey, God, I love you. You can do that. But you can also say, we can, we, we, we love him because he forgives us, right? You can say, hey, thank you, God, for forgiving me. I love you for your forgiveness. I know I haven't been perfect. I know I'm probably accustomed to my breath this week. But you forgive us, and I love you for it. You can say uh, that you love him because he's faithful. And you, you say, you know, God, I got off track a little bit, but you're always faithful to be there for me when I need you, when I call you, and you're always calling me back. You can say that you love him because he's at work in our lives. These are all true things. He's at work in our lives. Like you can say, God, thank you, and I love you for the time that you came and you gave me peace in a situation where all I was feeling was panic. I know that you're at work in my life. Thank you, and I love you. Those are more specific ways that you can pray. So those are easy ways that you can pray up we were created for this one thing, and that is to praise God because he alone is worthy. So pray your praises up. Now, a lot of you may be asking, so what? Who cares? Who's asking that? Raise your hand. No, not Malachi? That's fine. I'm sure some of you are asking, so what? Who cares? Why should we do this? Well, number one, it's because God told us to. That's number one. God told us to. And uh, we, we should remember what God tells us to do. In that psalm, it said to do those things. It said to worship. It said, you know, to, to go into his gates with praise. It said to do those things. Um, so that should be enough for us. But there is a bonus number two. Sometimes when we praise, it can change the way we feel. Sometimes when we pray up our praises, it can change the way we feel. Let's look at the psalms. Um, we're going to take another look at David because he's my favorite. So we're going to keep talking about him. And in Psalm 22, David wasn't feeling the best. This is towards the beginning of Psalm 22. And this is, this is what David says. He says this, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads. I think, like some of us, we've, we've all been here at some point in our life, right? Where you feel so down, like nothing can get worse. Um, like some of us right now are, 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 are angry or stressed out, frustrated or defeated, and that is super okay. Because as long as you are giving those things up to God, you can, like he can take anything. As, if you're feeling that way, give it to God. This is David writing a poem to God saying, hey, I feel like you abandoned me. So that is part of prayer too. You can give those things to God, but you can see what happens is that he's going to start to turn things around here a little bit. Um, you're going to give, as he gives everything up to God, we're going to go back to that same psalm and a little bit later, just a couple verses later, he's, he's changed his tune a little bit. Let's, let's go see. And back in Psalm 22, it says, this is David again saying, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord, all you who fear him. Honor him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but has listened to their cries for help. I will praise you in, in the great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied, and all who seek the Lord will praise him. 
Do you see the turn there from, from those first set of verses to the second set of verses? David is telling himself, he's saying, no, I'm not going to focus on the bad right now. I'm going to focus on the good. And he turns it around and he starts praising. He starts praying up. He tells him, he literally says, I will proclaim the name of the Lord, even when things are bad, even when things are hard. And that's not an easy thing to do. Um, but you can see it throughout the Bible that it happens over and over again. Uh, let's read uh, Philippians 4, 8, and 9. It says this, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise and the God of peace will be with you. I think if we've learned anything in the past year, it's that life isn't always going to be good, and things aren't always going to go our way. But one of the last things Jesus said here on earth before he went up to, into heaven was that he will be with us always. The God of peace will be with us always. And as we remember that, and as we worship him and trust him and depend on him, even when we can't see the ending, we will draw closer to him and he will draw closer to us. And that God of peace will be near us. It gives us, and, and he's the God that will give us joy in bad places when things feel crazy. And just like that verse says, when we focus on what is good, the God of peace will be with you. And if I'm completely honest about something, the past year has been a struggle to focus on what is good. Life has showed me things that I didn't think they would show me. Uh, people showed me things I didn't think they were going to show me. Um, I've I lost trust in a lot of things. I lost trust in a lot of people. And if I'm being fully honest, I started to lose some trust in God over the last year from just everything going on. But I've been working on doing much better, and I've been asking God. I'm like, hey, God, help me, because he will. If you ask God, he'll come and he'll help you. I'm like, I, I want to start trusting you again. I want to start, I'm going to start worshiping through all this. So I myself have been proclaiming, no, I'm going to worship even when things don't feel right, even when I feel anxiety, even when people let me down, I will worship. And as I do that, I feel myself getting closer to God and the God of peace being closer to me. I recently found this key again. <laughs> it's one that I've had for a long time, but it's been a while since I, I had it. And I just cleaning my room and I found it. Um, it says trust on it. And it's a reminder it means a lot of things, but one of the big ones is a reminder for me to pray up, to praise up, to trust that God's going to be there when we call to him and when we need him most. He'll always be there. And it, it sits here on my chest. I, I wear it pretty much every day as a reminder because God is good and he always has our best in mind. So if you are a Jesus follower in this room, start praying up your praises because it's a good way to start your prayer. We'll go, as we keep going, we're going to find out more ways. We're going to talk about other ways. But right now, we're focusing on up. We're going to praise God with our, with our um, prayer. So, like I said, if you don't know what to pray, just start praising him. Start telling his, start reminding him. Start looking at the things that he's done, the things that he promised to do, and the things that he's doing around you and the people that you know. He's doing stuff. Ask your friends. Talk to people. I, he, God is moving all, all the time. And if you aren't a Jesus follower in this room and you want to know this God that is here with us that gives us peace and joy when it doesn't make any sense, that's super easy as well. Because you see, there was, uh, there was a time when we had the separation between, between us and God. But God sent his son Jesus down to die to close that separation. And then when Jesus was raised back to life, now we have eternal life with God and with Jesus. And he closed the separation that sin had put between us. 
And so now all you have to do is put your faith in Jesus, and God is going to be with you, and his spirit will be with you, and he will help you focus on the good, and the God of peace will be with you. So God is inviting all of us up to pray up our prayers because he deserves it, and it will change us. That's why we will do this, because he deserves it, and in the end, it will change us as we focus in and pray, pray up. So we're going to talk about three ways that we're going to, we can live it out this week. So three challenges. You don't have to do all three of them, but I think you could. So let's talk about number one. We're going to start off your day. So instead of being like me and immediately opening up your TikTok when you wake up or your Twitter feed or immediately going straight to Instagram, what you're going to do is when you first wake up in the morning, shut off your alarm, and then you're going to pray up your praise. You're going to remind yourself who God is, and you're going to praise him first thing in the morning. And let's see how that makes, let's see how that makes you feel throughout the rest of the day. I, I can guarantee you different as you go th- throughout your day, because you're going to have that fresh God in your life right at, right at the beginning of the day, and it'll help you as you go throughout the day. Number two, this one's going to be tough. This one's going to be tough. This one's going to be tough for me. We're going to pick three days this week, only three, where all you do the only music you listen to isn't listening to worship music. Now, I'm not someone that's going to stand up here and tell you that if you're not listening to worship music, you, you know, you're serving Satan or something. I fully don't believe that. I think music is good and you should listen to it. But I think there is, and I can recognize that there is something that happens to our brains when we listen to just worship music for a day that helps us focus in on who God is and it makes praising up easier. So I don't think you need to do it all the time, but let's try to do it for three days this week. You can do that for just three days a week. It's kind of like fasting, right? You don't fast all the time, but on days that you fast, you find yourself getting closer to God. So this is the same thing. On these three days, we'll listen to only worship music and see how that treats you. Isaac, you'll be fine. The other four days, you can still only listen to NF. You'll be fine. Nice. Great job. So number three, and this is going to be the hardest one. It's going to be hard for me, but I'm, I'm going to try to do all three of these as well. So I'll check back with you guys next week and see how it's going. But number three is I want you to journal your prayers. If you are anything like me, and I already talked about TikTok, but it's true. If you're anything like me, TikTok has completely turned my brain to mush, and I can only focus on things for 30 seconds at a time. That's it. So when I'm praying, I get so easily distracted, it's insane. So what I'm challenging everyone to do is to get a notebook and actually write out your prayers. Don't use your phone. Use a notebook and actually write out your prayers to God. What? That's fine. It doesn't matter. God doesn't care as long as you can read it. And what's going to be cool about this is that as you're writing out your prayers, number one, you're going to be able to focus on it. And number two, put dates on them for every single day. And in a couple weeks, you're going to be able to go back and see the way you were praying and the way you're praying now. And you can see how God's going to answer your mind. He's going to change your attitude. He's going to change you as you take time to focus in on him every day. So I'm going to do it. I actually have this notebook. I'm going to start doing it this week. I'm actually going to start doing it. My goal is to write in this every day for all of the series. It's five weeks. It's a challenge. I think we can do it together. Um, and like I said earlier, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about prayer a lot. And I'm hoping that you're going to join me in making prayer a more active part of your every single day. So let's remember to pray our praises up. God, I thank you so much for everything that you've done in our lives. I thank you for who you are. I thank you that we even have the ability to pray to you. So God, I I ask you to come down and help us focus in on you a little bit every single day. Help us to be able to pray our praises up even when things don't look good, even when things are bad, to focus in on that good and to start praying up our praises to you, God. Help us to focus in on you even when things are bad. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.